thing. Let's do it right this time. Come on. H O B A. I got my mojo back, baby. Oh, behave. No, no, don't be afraid. Y'all and your articles, hog, spit at Jay. Y'all from afar, dude, dogs my way. What you thought? I would not have nothing to say. This is your host, bigger than everybody, Bobby. I am here with my brother. We are without the brother Brown right now. He'll be joining us a little bit later, hopefully. If not, me and Eric will hold it down. Um, and we have been so just to get you guys cut up, we've been talking off air. We've been we've been discussing cancel culture and and how can't cancel R. Kelly. Um, you want to pick it back up where you was at? Come on, man. You you can't. You cannot cancel R. Kelly. Hands are in too many. Uh, like he's got too many songs. He wrote for other people. So you like his hand. He's too. He's too. He's too much in, involved in the system for you to like. You can cancel him for a little bit. You can go through the motion and do all of that stuff, but you're not canceled. You're not I mean, canceled. there's a difference like between. A, I think there is a, a, a like a real difference between like okay, but we're canceling this nigga. We not we're not like we, to me. It's like we're not supporting anything he knew that he creates. So okay. It's like, that's what to me what cancel culture is. Like realistically, I don't think nobody tripping if you play 12 play. You know what I'm saying? But if he comes out with a new album, people sh- shouldn't be supporting it. If he does a tour, people shouldn't be supporting it. Even though people are still going to support it. There are always going to be people that support it. Like, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you can definitely hurt this nigga's pockets right now for a long, long time. People ain't going to forget that you, you know, that it's been proven that you did that. Right. And I think that was the thing too, right? It was like, okay, when the sex tape came out, because I remember when the sex tape came out, the niggas was trying to see yeah. that sex tape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like nigga on the co- nigga on the corner was like, "Yo, I got that. I got the right. set." It's like, oh man, you looked at it, you watched it, and you was like, eh, "That could mm-hmm. be R. Kelly, man. It might not be, be R. Kelly, man." Be. And uh-huh. it's like, so it's like because it was just that sliver of doubt. You could keep rocking with it, you know what I'm saying. But as soon as I don't know, I feel like it, it, at this point it's like it's, it, now that there's proof, pretty much, that he's fucking with little girls, even though he did marry Aaliyah, which people and that's how you know R. Kelly great. They let you get off one, like you married a 15 year old once. They let yeah, you get man. that one off Look, clean. You know fuck, what I'm saying? Fuck like, with you. Fuck. Fuck with. I feel you. Fuck with you talking about though. Niggas been knowing, like. The article, the, when the documentary came out, mm-hmm. that's when it, that's when the attention panned back to R. Kelly. Like it was like, oh, let's really dig in. It, it's really, I mean, it was really just a bad time. People, it was really just a bad time. People knew, right? but the climate, the social climate was different. And again, there was really, there was enough space. There was enough space that people could say, well, that might not be Kim. That they could let it go within a conscience. I, like a lot of people did know though. I do I do believe that. I do think there's a lot of people in the industry, especially that knew R. Kelly was fucking these little girls always. 
know yeah. what I'm saying? But from a, from a fan that perspective, nigga, there was enough look, there's, there's, out that you could be like, video, right, well, I'm turn my eye to that. There's a video of DMX going off on Woo Kid Radio. I'll never forget this, man. D, he was talking about some song that he was doing with R. Kelly. And he went to his studio, and there's a bed in the studio. And he goes into this whole, he's cussing him out. He's going off. I don't remember the exact details, but he was saying, well, like, and, and DMX ain't the type to lie on somebody. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it, it's just people didn't care. And there was no, like, why should I care? Like, step in the name of love just dropped. Like, what? We'll we'll deal with that later. Like, step in the name of love is out. When you say people, who are, well, who are the people? You're talking about like the public people or like industry people? Uh, well, industry I think people, industry people knew the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the but public, a lot of industry people the, are pedophiles. Like, I mean, we're seeing that now with the whole Epstein Island shit. A lot of the people higher up are just some weird shit. So, so, yeah, murky waters. Right. So it's like, (laughs) and again, with it's all about public perception. I think that everybody knew R. Kelly liked younger women. It's like there was just just enough, there was just enough to be like, all right, it might not be him or whatever. And he was so uber talented. That people were like, all right, nigga, just just put out another hit and we're gonna keep it rolling. That's, that's, but as but soon as it really became it, undeniable. Yeah, but that's you you already said it. You said it in the beginning. The first thing that you said was R. Kelly married Aaliyah when she was fifteen. Or dated. Dated, married. She, no, he, he they, they got married. Know. Them niggas got okay. married and then got an annulment. So but here's, the thing about, but here's the thing about that too, though, right? Because we grew up when we grew up. Like, I can I remember like tons of girls that was 15, 16 dating 30 year old men and their parents was cool with it. And it's like, it was always it was that a, thing like, well, if the parents consent, the kid consent, it, it was a different It was time. cool. It's, it was a different like time. You said, bro. Where the was hell was that going but, on at? What do you mean? Cause that wasn't that wasn't happening in the K. Niggas, yeah, uh, damn, if it wasn't, it was happening mm-hmm. right up the road in, in Havelock, North Carolina, nigga. Like, I, cause you gotta that remember shit, too. Wow. I had to. Um, like we used not, to really hawk on Marks for that. Like, dog, yeah, we had the cats that like, used to show up. Uh yeah, that's. I mean, but still, even with that, like, we oh, had come on, man. chats that we you used don't... to label and and really be on some shit with because it was two dudes in our city that was actually brothers and them niggas would go to the skating rink and they were damn near in their 30s they in their 20s mid-20s shit like that graduated from high school already the jams and stuff Mm -hmm. that we had for the skating rink were for middle school and high school kids and these motherfuckers would be there they're at the afternoon skate sessions they're on that R. Kelly shit where you you remember when he was dressing all crazy, had the mask on and shit like that. It's like, bro, you that damn near forty nigga. years old. What the, the pop, what are you doing? Why do you have Pied corners? Piper of R and B? That nigga yeah. was running around with Leading like in children. the video with Letting a flute. Like, hey, 
That shit was so crazy. It was so nasty. I don't know, but again, the climate changed though, because you gotta think too, right? The older generation was a generation where people just kind of just let shit go. And so as our generation's coming up, we're taking less, and then the generation behind us is taking less and less shit, which is why we how we ended up in this super PC culture we're in now. Like, like we taking less and less shit, and we letting oh. less and less shit slide. Now we're kind of in that space where it's like, all right, well, niggas is out of here. Like, which is good and bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some niggas need to get out of here. Like, but at the same time, again, like we talked about before, like sometimes niggas grow past some shit, but pedophilia ain't one of those things you grow past, nigga. You die. Like you you come around my way doing that shit. I'm fucking you up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that, that shit I don't I can't that shit no, was never cool when I was younger. I, I don't I mean don't, I didn't I mean I, I know never people were doing cool. it, but like I never thought it was cool personally, yeah. nigga. When I was fifteen trying to holler at Shorty and I pull up to the party on my bike, nigga, and she she roll up and she rolled out with the, the Marine with a motherfucking charger. Yeah, that shit wasn't cool, nigga. I was but I was mad. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad because he was a grown I was mad because he stunned on me like that. Like you know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah, so, I, yeah, that's so as a as a 15, 16 year old kid, I was mad for a different reason, but I never thought it was right. You know what I'm saying? It, but so mm-hmm. it, it's, but I remember seeing it, especially <laughs> growing up you, in a small town. <laughs> you, you 25, thinking you cool pulling up to bag the, to, to, for the hottest chick in the high school to get in your Nigga, car. It was so real. Like, dude, like I remember one of the girls that I was in school with got pregnant by like this fucking 45 year old dude nobody said nothing yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. and everybody just was acting like i'm right, pretty sure they married right now no bullshit i'm pretty sure them two married right now wow <laughs> y'all seen the video y'all seen the video of i think his name's like brother lee or something like that where he's like yo we ain't forget micro braids we ain't forget that am i the only person uh, who's seen that i, I ain't oh, never seen that man Okay, never mind then. On to the next subject then. Uh, it's not gonna make. It's just not gonna make sense if y'all have never seen it. I, I'll I'll okay. put it in the group chat so y'all can watch it. But yeah, that. So, but crazy, see, this man. is my whole issue. This is my whole issue with my issue with cancel culture is now that we've now that we have a proper definition, which is to stop the flow, the new income. Right. Um. I didn't think that that's what it meant. I thought it just meant like well, that's we just kind of how I no took more. it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so if you I think if that's you the most reasonable R. way Kelly, to go about it. So if you cancel R. Kelly, you can still listen to "Seems Like You're Ready." It'd be cool. If you want, I mean, I'm sure some people are gonna be mad about it, but for me, I'm like, yo, for me again, it's like this shit's already in the system. It's already in circulation, like you said. Yeah. So it's like. I can't expect I really you to don't not cancel leave. people. Well, we don't, I don't do I, that. I don't, I don't follow that. I don't, like, I mean, I like, I understand they did some fuck shit, but I'm I'm really like, I'm not about to stop listening to R. Kelly because he already like, pissing on a little I girl. mean, but like, I that's don't. That's fucked up. Right. I yeah. am, though. I mean, personally, I don't listen to R. Kelly. I don't listen. But again, though, that, that goes back to that whole thing. Even It even goes back to my conversation about Post Malone. I don't listen to anybody that I don't rock with on a... Uh, on a right, right, right. moral level, like, you know what I'm saying? On some, de- in some degree. So th- right. that's why a lot of cats don't get a lot of play with me. I can't, I can't relate to you or I don't feel like 
I mean, you do you relate to DMX? That nigga smoked crack, and I could have swore wasn't he beating on his wife at one point or something like that? I, mean, I don't know nothing about none of that. Him beating on his wife, but I when you listen to the music, that was that re- was a question. I didn't, I didn't, I, mean, I wasn't I, I don't, like I don't, I don't know. That's that's why I said wasn't he? <laughs> so was up there, it was, it was awesome. yeah, outside yeah, his yeah. wife's head, fam. Like, yo, like, no, nah. no, no, nah, all, all apologies because, you know, that's my, that's my dude. That's my dude, 100. But, like, just, you know, just, just asking a question to make the point. I mean, like, there's a lot of allegations. But when it comes to the music, though. No, nah, that nigga smoked yeah. crack. That's not an allegation. But it, well, yeah, I didn't say, <laughs> no, I didn't say that was allegation. That was definitely happening. But when it comes to who he was as a person and who, as far as when he spoke and how he carried himself and how his music was, how, how he was, the message that was reflected in his music, absolutely I can relate to that. He robbed niggas like, with a dog, bro. But, I mean, yeah, he, he, there's that's I mean, not the was, only thing he robbed right. about though. Like, I mean, you, you can't relate to somebody. DMX like that. that one. Let's let's go. Let's do this because you know I'm a DMX like super like, fan. Like, let's not DMX at one point. Either. Like, come on, man. I mean, just because just because of the statement that was made, the nigga DMX has a line in the song where he said, "If you got a daughter older than 15, I'm gonna rape her." Take on the living room floor right there in front of you, and I'm gonna ask you seriously what you want to do. It's frustrating, isn't it? Want to okay. kill me, but I'm gonna kill you. Now watch me fuck just a little while longer, please, will you? Mm-hmm. Like, now this is X. That's fire. So if we talking about, you know, no, talking again, about canceling mm-hmm. R. Kelly for pissing on chicks, then but we've already. I mean, we've already talked about. I mean, I don't know if we talked about it actually, not on the podcast, but like, I don't expect the niggas that street niggas and do street nigga shit. That's some street nigga shit. Like that's him talking about he what? Doing, that, that's him talking about he he doing shit to his enemies and shit. Like I I've heard story, I've heard worse stories than that. Listening to the OGs in my yeah. neighborhood. About I mean, it's like typically that. like. I'm not, so that's why I'm saying like, when we have this conversation, we're just having a conversation. Like we ain't gotta try to, like, I'm not trying to, like, we don't have to bring up like things like that to try to negate the situation. Like I know what the fuck, R- not, not R- Kelly, Lord. I know what DMX and nigga, said. And, and, and at the end of the day, nigga, I don't care what you say, we are not, like, we ain't canceling DMX, bro. I don't give a fuck what you say. I mean, DMX is one of the most, yeah pure people you're going to meet as far as he's like who he is like you know he's yeah, like who he is all the time like and if you can't feel mm-hmm. the realness of dmx and i mean even if you don't necessarily relate to the things that he said to because i'm i've never been a fucking thug and i still listen to fucking jeezy i've never sold no crack like you know what i'm saying so it's not about the stories it's about the relate how you relate to the artists and how they're telling the stories you know what yeah. i'm saying that's what I mean. And, and so see, maybe, and see, maybe, and again, so maybe if you want to make the case, morally isn't the right the right word. No. Um, but I, the relatability people put of morality artists, into yeah. yeah, people put morality into places they shouldn't. That, that's really what it what about that. But this is why I was saying with like with the when we were talking about R. Kelly, I told you I told you my homeboy. Like when he was watching, he watched the documentary and he was furious about it. He's like, we, we can't, like, nigga, we, I don't even do cancel culture, but nigga, I can't, I can't listen to R. Kelly no more knowing what I know now. And I, and that's why I asked him that goofy ass question. I said, bro, basically, if R. Kelly comes on while you fucking, do you stop? And at the time when I <laughs> asked him, at the time when I asked him, he said, bro, I got to do it. I got, I got to stop. 
fast forward two weeks later, he getting bit, he he come he calls me up. He's like, bro, I gotta I gotta. All right, so this is what happened. Uh, last night, me and the ladies, we get it, it, it goes down. I had Ron Isley on the Pandora. Then fucking seems like you ready came on. Yep, I gotta sir. take back. I gotta take back what I said. Um, Man, I realized that <laughs> he got it. He kept. He kept going. Man, of course, so you kept going. Like that's a. And, and again, that's why I said that example was so silly because I ain't stopping fucking while for no music. I fuck to fucking Led Zeppelin, nigga. I don't give a fuck if yeah. we fuck. If we fucking like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like to that. Hey, listen. If that if if I'm fucking and that DMX song that you was talking about, bro, that, come on. I'm not stopping this. Destroyed. My mama, my yeah, daddy, yeah. I love him. Yeah. I hate him. Like, I'm still doing it. gonna give it to you. Come on, while you're in the middle of your stroke, nigga. You don't get it, it twisted. Y'all are hard. Yeah, y'all niggas go fuck around I'm and have a situation at the end of the night. What you hear? Listen, and guess what? I'm gonna be charges at the end of the night. Nigga behind DMX rapping like, bro. If I'm fucking it and bring your whole crew, come on, hey, shit's going down. What? This shit went from from a solo session to a gangbang that fast. Bring your whole crew, come on. That was yeah. my shit. No, I got to for football games at, at Western, nigga. I play that shit. That was my hype track, nigga. Yeah. And I love when a nigga bring his whole crew. It's just a bigger piece of cake for me to chew a hole through. Nigga, I'll be out there. All right, that shit come on while I'm fucking. I'm beating the walls off everything, nigga. It's crap. <laughs> <laughs> that shit gonna be like and the nigga, final this, stage on the this nigga, this nigga house gonna be a roof and the floor. This nigga gonna fucking around, knock the house walls down and shit. Hey, you damn right. Oh, you done? Oh, you done? It's still walls around here. Hey, nigga. Yeah, hey, taking all these DMX. walls in. Don't play DMX while yeah. I'm fucking, nigga. That, if that's nah, for man. your safety. Yeah. <laughs> and, and guess what? I'm a, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm looking her dead in her face when the song come on, too, and I'm going to say, and look. I'm rapping all the lyrics. This is going, not oh, a fucking oh, game. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> what, what you heard. That's what, what you're, you're hearing. <laughs> I'm looking crazy, bro. I'm looking crazy. I'm doing all of it. I'm doing it. What you heard? Listen. Hitting all of the ad libs, nigga. What? Yeah, Don't let it go. Like I heard Y'all heard it here first, nigga. Slide some DMX into the playlist if you're really trying to go hard in the paint. That's all I'm saying. Oh, hey, that's man. actually that's actually a good way. Shout, for those with rocky relationships, if you want to spice things up, just play something unconventional. Yeah, just, just slide some you know, X in your playlist. Slide, slide some X in there. Slide some, slide some Trillville. Slide some Little John. It could go down either way. Like, hey, I'm about to say, y'all gonna fuck around and get somebody beat up during the session. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guts. All guts. What you mean, up. bro? Cause that, Bruh, cause that you can't be a come on, and and you you yeah, might not be in nah. the in the hey. sp- specific place that you need to be in mentally for that to be right. all right to be playing. And, a beer. Right. You know and next thing you know, y'all niggas in there fighting. Hey, you in there pour, fight. pour out the hen and coke and fire up that drove. Hey, <laughs> come on, man. Oh, got it. 
man. You in there, you in there, stroke, you in there, stroking and fucking push that nigga, push that hoe. Come on, like, hey, come on, son. Come on, hey, bro. All you hear is, come on. Who's scared? Who's scared? <laughs> hey, nigga, you fighting, nigga? Let's go. Yeah, I needed this good ass laugh today, dog. This I'm out here fucking man. Ari Lennox and and fucking hey Shea Butter and shit. Hey, look, that whole album right there is a soundtrack that's a to whole movie, right? um that's macaroni sounds. That's a vibe right there. You know who else, man? Ari got that. Ari got that. So, um, but man, I be I really like. Uh, Motherfucking Janae, man. Janae, man. Janae's on a whole nother level with her toxic ass. Like, let's talk about how toxic some of these women are, yo. Janae toxic as fuck. Janae is the female future. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And she be getting yeah. that shit off too. People be like, oh, I need me a Janae. I need me an Erica. Nah, nigga. Them, them two are fucking they life up. Yeah. Erica nah. specifically. She the queen of that. that be, she out here selling pussy smelling uh, incense. Right, who like could yo, that, who could want, pull that off? <laughs> I don't want no pussy that's gonna have me in here burning the incense that smell like it, nigga. I'm good. Right, no, no. <laughs> well, I want that. No, I want I, that. Hey, nigga, I, I don't. Want that. Nigga, I got shit to do tomorrow. I don't. I won't ever again. <laughs> nigga, I promise I won't. But let Jill Scott be out there harmless, man. Hey, look, listen, yo. Let me take a second. Jill Scott, if you hear this, listen, I will do anything you need me to do, whenever you need me to do it, however you need me to do it. Tell me what you want. Nigga, Jill Scott, guys, she can have my credit cards, nigga, everything. Oh, yeah. my direct. So you, my direct so you was, hey, so you, when you, when you was watching Tyler Perry a while back, you was mad at how they was dogging her, huh? Right, nigga, I was ready to fight, niggas. Like, hey, yeah, don't do, yeah, don't yeah. do the bay right there. Hey, can I tell y'all about a time a nigga was emotional? Like, so hold up, we this is a super random tangent. Oh, yeah, I was deployed one time, <laughs> and I was watching Daddy's little girls. I nigga should have. I was in that bitch in the tent, about to cry, nigga. Like, it'll take my man, babies, nigga. Like, niggas, hella emotional for no fucking reason on the deployment. That's like, the one with Idris Elba, right? That was that was, that was a serious Union. tangent right there. Right, because you know he brought up the Tyler Perry movies. It was just like, but yeah, nah, that's the only Tyler Perry movie that I really like for real. With Idris Elba and um, damn, who was it? Who was the woman in it? Was it Virginia? Gabrielle Union? Literally just said yeah, it. it was yeah, Gabrielle, yeah, Gabrielle, yeah, 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 Gabrielle Union. Yeah, boy. Yeah, man, I was uh, I was watching that movie. So okay, so let me let me get y'all set up right. So. Obviously, I've been deployed for a couple months, and uh, my babies was little, little, and I had just watched End of Watch. I don't know if y'all have ever seen End of Watch. That's yeah, that's with Domingo yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. your man's. Yeah, with Gyllenhaal and the dude Michael Pena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That movie. I want to just go ahead and put this. I want to put this out there before we move forward. Your boy was a busybody ass dude, and. The fact that I'm not gonna give away the ending, even though it's an old movie. The fact that about, it ended the way it ended. It. Oh, well, it spoiled the fuck out of. But yeah, the fact that old buddy died oh, man. and the man's didn't. Man. I was mad because I was like, "Yeah, you deserved it." After all of that stupid shit, and your your boy just kept following. Him. He hit him yeah. with that eye. Right, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you see, get it you was killed. On some, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it can unless you a killer. <laughs> 
let that marinate. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like take her for a walk. Hey, I'm just like so okay, so end of that movie, Jake Gyllenhaal, Michael Pena's characters, they get into they like Crown just said, they get into a series of dumb shit because of Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Um and Michael Pena's the family man, like he really kind of most part got his shit together there was a couple things but for the most part he got his shit together um so yeah he ride or die with fucking jake gyllenhaal's character and they go and get into a big gunfight and it's been out for years now so spoiler michael pena dies and <clears throat> the way he dies is like protecting a fucking jake gyllenhaal character so i'm already deployed i've already watched this movie i i, sh- I was i held back a thug tear when that shit happened then I rolled from that motherfucking Tyler Perry's Daddy's Little Girls. Why was I watching these movies? Have no fucking clue. I'm about to say, you uh, was just trying to make yourself just, just trip the fuck up. out right quick. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I'm watching Daddy's Little Girls and they trying to take my man kids and I was just like, yo! Yeah, bro. I'll tell you the part that I I tell you the part that I felt more than ever when uh, the part before he gets in the car when he's outside in the hoodie He's just like walking and pacing himself, yeah. like try, trying not to fucking snap, and then he inevitably does. But that that whole part, I felt it, man. I felt it, like just the just the frustration of that was real, what like, really. Like they were really still trying to give the mom the rights and like the the crooked ass baby daddy, or uh, not baby daddy, but boyfriend. Like you know, I was just like, yo, man. Niggas was like, I was just all fucked up. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I was in my tent just crying like a little bitch. About mm. 10 minutes. Had to get my shit, I just, you know, had to get my shit back mm. together. I went and smacked somebody mm. afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I had to come back hard, nigga. Like, I went I'm to the, hard. you know what I'm saying? I couldn't just Pause. let. Hey, hey uh, I do want to say this. Uh, <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out to, shout out to Tyler Perry. Shout out to Tyler Perry for hitting the Billionaires Club. Man, fuck Tyler Perry. Well, there you go. Straight like that. We, oh, we, can, we canceling him? We canceling him too? Man, I don't cancel him? anybody. I just don't fuck with niggas. And that, you know what? That's the other thing I don't like about cancel culture too. Because it's like, it's like announcing that I ain't going to fuck with you no more. That's like when somebody sends you that long ass text message saying, hey, by the way, I ain't fuck with you no more, nigga. Like, if you ain't fucking with me, why you send me this text message, nigga? Just why don't fuck with me. Nah, not it's, even that. It's, it's like virtue signaling, some... bro. It's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's that's all it is. It's virtue signaling. It's it's you you make yourself you think you make yourself look good because you outwardly say I'm not gonna stand for this. When number one, the shit already happened. Uh, nobody number two, fuck. nobody gives a fuck. Like, and and it, my my biggest issue with cancel culture is that. It's kind of it goes back to the statement that you were that, that you were saying, Brandon, at the beginning of this, when you were talking about things being a different time. It, mm-hmm. It's you're you're judging people in the past for what you know in the present, as if to say, like, like what was going on in the 1800s is not the same as what's going on now. What's going on in the 90s is not the same as going on now. Um, and I'm not saying they're, they're, I'm not saying that people can't be brought to justice. I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like that because 
if you did some fuck shit in the 60s, then depending on what it is, you know what I'm saying, you should be able to seek justice and stuff. But, like, when it's already done, this is what I'm saying, like, with the R. Kelly stuff, it was more known than, than when you say the public, a lot of, most people, like, the public knew, bro. The public knew. It's not like, like, nobody was surprised. People were surprised at the extent when they saw the documentary. They were like, damn, I didn't know it was like that, nigga. But people knew. People knew. I mean, but the thing is, you can't know until you know. And you can always have that ability to be like, ah, you know, I don't know. Like, like, reasonable doubt, right? And and it's like, it has to be beyond in a... I mean, yeah, I saw the tape, but it's like, it has you, to be beyond. But you, but, uh, but you gotta, again, it's in America, it's that beyond a, a shadow of a doubt bullshit. It's like, yeah, we knew, most of us knew. I think most of us that have brains kind of knew, you know what I'm saying? But it's like... Yeah, bro, it, it, but it wasn't, it wasn't just one, that's what people, like, I don't even think a lot of people know, like, it wasn't just one, the, that R. Kelly tape, there's a lot, there's just women on that tape, like, there's a lot of females on that tape. It wasn't just that one little thing. She was the, she was the only one scene. that was underage, though. That Correct. was confirmed to be underage. Um, Correct. That's for all I know, that for all I know, that piss was digital, man. They, you know, they make that shit. They can do anything, you, bro. This nigga here My thing is with it, like. I was just agitated by the fact that it was like these people coming out after the fact and specifically, uh, what was the chick sparkle or whatever the heck her name was the one that he was actually like going out with. And then it's like, it's her niece and stuff. It's like, why didn't you do anything then? Like if you knew that shit was going on, like go ahead and get that done. Like don't, don't wait until now to be on some old, you know? And I mean, it's still fucked up because the man needs to say, but it's, that it's like, what was the holdup? Why did you wait? Mm-hmm. What was going on that you felt is? It, it, that's why. Like, I don't, that's the problem I have. Put him to do a documentary and all of that stuff. Yeah, like it's a whole like it's a yeah. documentary with y'all, you know, doing interviews and all of this stuff. Go to the freaking police station and give Maybe. statements. Right. Not record a documentary. And I, I don't know if they were paid for their their time with it but i'm pretty sure there was somebody had to be paid some money was exchanged with something because it's a production it's television go back to that right so let's go back to that conversation like do we need to get rid of the no snitching culture in or in black culture yes uh fuck them people fuck them rules snitch do what it is you got to do to protect yourself because at the end of the day, y'all remember the rule. Uh, we had a rule in the K, nigga, come home. Uh, come I, I, home. No. The, 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 the problem with the stop snitching thing is that that cult, like, if you're doing street shit, so like, meet, like, the three of us go do a job. We get caught, we tell on each other to get a lighter sentence. That's, that's snitching and that's a no-no. Fuck all that. Because we were all involved in the in what was going on. But if you witness a crime and you're a citizen, you're not of the streets, you're not of that element, and you witness a crime and you 
tell, that's not snitching. That's exactly snitching, what that is. And, because at the end of the day, you were involving yourself in some shit that you don't have nothing to do with. Right. So it's the same thing. Because yes, it is. Because at the yeah. end of the day, if you tell on somebody and your ass all of a sudden your people start disappearing, it's because okay. you involved yourself in some shit. Here, here, That's street okay, shit. let me let me make it a better example. If are, would you consider yourself a street nigga? Fuck no. I've done street shit, but I don't okay. consider myself a street nigga. Because by all okay. means, when it comes to to maneuvering to get out of shit, I'm out of there. That's if, why my record somebody... looks the way it looks now. If, okay, so like as a civilian, if you if somebody breaks into your house, and let's say let's say they manage to get away, but you see who did it, you mean to tell me you can't you can't point that man out? Yeah, nigga, I've had. That I don't think that that's snitch, I don't think that that's snitching. That's not the same but example I, you gave before. <clears throat> because what you mean? It, here's the thing. So I agree with you on one level. If us like if it's me and my mans and we go do a job, I'm not snitching on the person I'm doing the job with. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not doing that. That's correct. But I'm not a street nigga, so I'm not gonna be out doing no job in the first fucking place. Two, right? If somebody break into my house and somebody did break into my house, somebody I knew broke into my house, I definitely called the police and filed a report. Nigga, I wanted my shit back. Right, but that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that's not snitching. Snitching. Snitching no, involves a, a certain that's, culture within, like but the problem with people, that. The problem with that mind state is that it bleeds out of the streets and just into black culture in general, which is why nobody likes to tell on anything. Which is why I'm saying we kind of got to, we have to get rid of this whole we, no, no snitches get stitches mentality because we all ain't street niggas. We may know street uh-huh. niggas. We may do street things every once in a while or have to conduct ourselves in a certain manner, but we're not street niggas. So we got to get rid of that mentality where we can't tell on some shit that's fucking fucked up. Like, yeah, I agree how, with that. I agree with that. How many niggas you know, like when I was in college, how many niggas you know used to get girls crazy drunk just to go back and fuck them in the back? Like, that's rape, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how many niggas you know did that or pressured girls to the point where they wouldn't Say nothing like we nobody said nothing like that shit was just co- that's college that's right. expected in college Bruh, right the fuck ever nah we you see we, we used to beat niggas up you know we used to beat niggas up Will. like come on man right. like but that's then, but what I'm saying is that's a common thing that happens in college and I've seen uh-huh. it it happened to my cousin I, I remember Will you remember my you remember the twins I used to kick it with the men, uh, Justin and Janice. They used to live when well, I they lived up the street from me and when we lived in Greenville. Used to go to their house friends of the show. They friends of the show, y'all. So me and Justin, this is when this is probably freshman year. Um, the summer between freshman year and sophomore year, we go back to our hometown. And it was one of them crazy weekends. We drinking. Everybody's at my boy house. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna incriminate my man. But we at his house drinking, everybody underage. I wasn't drinking because at that time I didn't drink. Um so Justin's drinking, Janice's drinking, everybody drinking. We partying at this nigga's house for like three straight days, nigga. When I say we partied all night, get we it'd be the sun to come up, niggas will go home, wash their ass, change their clothes, take a nap, come back to the house, still partying, still drinking, like all fucking weekend. It was one of them kind of joints. Um I drove my cousins there, and um, and so me and Justin just chilling out, we chilling out in the patio, you know, 
they they smoking and shit. I'm chilling, you know. I got a little girl. I'm hollering at whatever, whatever. I start looking around. I'm like, Yo, Jay, what's your niece at, fam? He's like, Shit, I don't know. Let's go find her. So we go walk around the party. Nigga, we start walking around the house, nigga. And this nigga whose house we was at, a big ass house. Like he one of those rich white boys. His family got money, just in the middle of nowhere house. You know what I'm saying? Fucking walking the back. Had my man's sister on the bed, like with like six niggas in the room standing around. She got a drink, drink in her hand, clearly drunk. I don't know where the fuck she's at. Man, when I tell you, me and my bro shook that whole room up, my nigga. Like, these, and these is niggas we grew up with. Like, we knew these niggas. They went to college, but they was probably doing that shit in high school too. And tried to bring, bring that shit back home. You know what I'm saying it's like like literally this I don't fuck with one of them well I don't fuck with any of them but there's one of them niggas I was cool with was he was in like in my group of friends or whatever and I ain't fuck with him since that day like everybody else is cool with him now but I'm like nigga nah nigga no I remember like you know what I'm saying we should me and my bro just we when I say we fought like eight niggas in this room and then drug his sister out like luckily Nothing had happened yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so she don't even got to live with that weight on her. You know what I mean? But like, nah, like we shut that shit down early. But people, that's a college. But I, man, when I say I've seen that shit so much in college, like, and I didn't always intervene. And so that's something I had to like live with. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I, when I got in the military, I was really hard on bystander. I went and did the bystander intervention and all that kind of shit. Cause I didn't want to like, I didn't want to experience that kind of shit again. Because that's a whole different kind of feeling when you think back on your life and you realize, man, I might have been, I might have left somebody out in the woods or in the cold. That shit crazy. We just got real, we just got real somber. Bad. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's, that's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. See, I never went to. I didn't go to college, so I don't. I don't even know what that. Uh, all, I, all I have is, all I have to go off is movies. So. No, it's it's really real because we had an experience like that. I'm I'm not going to divulge any names with it. Um, but there was a um a chick that we were in uh, college with, that uh one night, me person I was a loner. I ain't even gonna flex. Oh, you talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um walking around campus and um i get to the front of one of the dorms on the opposite side of campus from our dorm the um the mill dorm and uh i hear somebody call my name yeah shout out to westland nc dubsy yeah um but i get to the other side of campus i'm walking in front of the dorm and i hear my name called out i look up on the porch you know in front of the dorm and it's uh young lady I know and two guys that I'm not I'm familiar with but I don't I don't know their MO and Shorty's obviously like she blitz bro she not you know just out of it like you know stuck stupor type stuff but she's yeah it's very obvious that you know there's a, a excessive amount of alcohol that's taking place and she's probably sick the next day and once I get over to the area and she called my name, you know, I, I'm like, okay, well, I'm talking, I'm laughing, stuff like that. And the energy is just off. 
instantly. You can feel that shit in the air, nigga. Like, it was mad your ass showed up. Once I'm involved in the situation, I just feel it's just like, oh, this ain't it. This ain't it. So, you know, it gets to that point where I need to, you know, I'm going to stay around. I'm going to just see what's going on. And the more I stay, the more agitation I see with these two guys. And I don't know if it became apparent to her in her state, but I think it was. Because um, after a while, it was like, okay, well, yeah, she, she says she wants to, you know, go back to her room. And they're like, okay, well, we'll walk you. And I was like, well, shoot, I ain't doing nothing. She was like, well, you want to come? And of course. So we all four walk to the opposite end of the campus. This is where I just came from. And we get to the bottom of the stairs, and it's like uh, on the outside, and it's like obvious that she's not going to steps. So they're like, yo, you're going to need some help getting up the steps. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, I see where it's going. I don't even say anything to intervene. I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah you, are you good? And it's that tone, like, hey, you need, I understand you're drunk, but you need to come to right quick. Like, peep what I'm doing, peep what I'm saying. Are you good? And she called on, and she was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, I am going to need some help. Where will you help me upstairs? And I took, and the, the agitation was there. Like, that it swelled up, it welled up. It was just, like, hot. Teddy's mugs was mad because, obviously, they had planned for something else to take place. And she was like, yeah, help me upstairs. And, you know, that took place. And then once we get up there, me and her were cool. So we were already, you know, conversing about stuff. And I was just up there for a while. But these guys are calling constantly on some where is Will, why, you know, like, what the fuck? You know, it was like, well, since we can't do this, we're going to make sure. And it wasn't even that type of party. And I ended up coming back downstairs. And when I got down there, after they had called so many times, them niggas was gone. I was like, what was y'all worried about? You know, it was it was just a weird situation like that. Just seeing those energies present and knowing that, yeah, there's 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 people that's really out there setting up to take advantage. I got taken advantage of while I was uh in the same college. Got drunk for the first time in a room full of chicks and don't know how I made it back to my room. And I know that, that yeah. must have been hard. That must have been hard for you to deal with. Bro, like, nah, uh, but that's a real the, thing. Like, forgetting. Yeah, Man, like, oh, yeah, was, I've been there. Definitely, nah, because, like, like I, def- cause I had a similar situation happen when I was in Greenville. Yeah, I've done that. Woke up naked in the ECU dorm room with a bunch of white chicks. Man, let me tell you. It, it's that, crazy. That ain't the move. Like, I think I've that. Had I've had those. <laughs> my thing with, with that is. We talk about both sides of it. And I'm glad we, we talk about both sides of it. Because it's like, it happens to women a much higher clip than it happens to men. But it does happen to men by women. And it's crazy. Because like I'm pretty sure I got, like, I got roofie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, straight up and down. Because um, like, it was just like, I remember everything to a point, And then I don't remember nothing. I remember waking up naked in this girl's bed that I would have never fucked with sober. <laughs> she took your cookies. Man, yo, she, took, she, she did. took your cookies, man. And, but then what's crazy is her roommate, who I was trying to fuck with, was in on it, set me up for the okie doke. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it happens, man. It happens. Um, 
That Westland yeah. shit was wild to me because it was the first time I had ever been drunk. Like, like I right. had never drank. Like I wasn't a wasn't a drinker. Like back that then, whole, yeah, you was a smoker back then. I remember. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, you hit the chimney swag. We smoke all day. But I wasn't on that drink. So when I got over there, it was like, what was it, five o'clock and aristocrat? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was that was the Yo, cheap city. college alcohol. Exactly. And the shorty had made like um never forget it was like these lemonade uh slushies. Oh, you was all the way the, out of uh, here. With the five <laughs> o'clock in it. Yeah. Yeah. I was oh, man. Bro. Got you I all the way out of Bro, I remember taking my shirt off in the room. Like, I don't remember taking it off, but I remember having my shirt off in the room. And the shorty seeing me like, matter of fact, you remember um, Kevin Woods? Yeah, 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 yeah. K Woods. You remember the chick that he was dating, the brown skin shorty with the glasses? Yep. She was up. At, oh, man. She got you too, that bro. Was, it was, nah, it was her and her, um, what was the, it was a white chick that she used to hang with. Uh, her, oh, I know you're talking about her, her and her little goon. Yeah, it was them, bro. And it might have been somebody else, but it was them. They got me lit, bro. And I was like, and I woke up in the room, in my room. I don't know how I got back across campus, bro. I really don't. To this day, I don't. Last thing I remember drinking, I remember at some point having my shirt off. It's like vague. Like, I don't even know if it really happened, but they said it happened, and I feel like it did. And then I woke up in the dorm room, and oh, this hairy ass I nigga. Didn't, Across the dorm, walked across the uh, campus, bitch, no shirt on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> woke up and woke in. I don't know how I got in, bro, because you got to think we had the wild ass keys oh, with the crazy, yeah, that's crazy heavy door. And then I had to make it up the steps because we didn't have no elevator. Hell yeah. I do was So flat. I had to make it up to the like, by yeah. the way. So, so let me ask you when, when this happened to both of y'all, did you, did you feel, how did you feel? I mean, I definitely felt violated after my situation because of how I woke up. I didn't because I woke up in my own room and it was just like more or less of them telling me what was going on and what happened and them looking at me funny like I was. It's like the chick that was at the party got drunk and started showing her titties and then left. That's really how I felt. She showed her titties. This nigga Will was on Girls Gone Wild. Basically, I don't because I'm not. And if, and if anybody knows me, I'm not the type to take my shirt off for nothing. Like even even when I would like I'm fat now, so it's like yeah, I really don't be on that unless we go into the pool. I'm a nigga like at the pool. I don't give a fuck. All that beater on in the pool shit. I don't do that stupid. But even then, when I was like cut, I just I don't know. I was I ain't gonna say self conscious, but I never took my shirt off for nothing. He had like, that motherfucker like, of meat on his under his shirt. This nigga a hater. Okay, I was a grown man since I was in twelve, like since I was twelve years old. So, hey, if hey. we if we ever do pictures for the podcast, then I'm gonna take my shirt off for the picture, bro. So, this nigga so, will like like no oh, bullshit. Lord. Like Will got to be the hairiest nigga I've ever seen in my life. Like, and I'm not even like trying to even. I'm not even trying to joke. Like this. Like I remember the first time we was in the locker room changing. Like. You don't be looking at niggas, but you be seeing shit. And I was like, I was like, nigga, this nigga got, I was like, you got hair from your fucking shoulder blades to your motherfucking <laughs> hip bone, nigga. Like, I, know. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm done with life. 
I'm done with life. I'm just, I'm, I'm leaving. I don't want to be here. Oh, anymore. shit. But that's, that's really how it is. Like, they used to, and they used to gas me in freaking high school, bro. They'd be like, this nigga got on a polar bear beater. Like, this nigga got that grizzly beater on, bro. Got the new oh, line God. of beaters, nigga. Bro, I used to get fried in the locker room, like, so heavy. Because this is since, like, like, Nigga, like 13, 14 years old, this shit just started growing in and it went wild. And Yo, hey, Crown, yeah, man. it's crazy. Honestly, if you can tell us the truth, it's a safe space. You shave your stomach? I have before. I ain't gonna lie. I have before. And when I did that, I did it when I was young, when it was like on some, the girls would see it and be like, eh. So <laughs> I shaved bro, I shaved it. Like, <laughs> And I'm gonna bring y'all up this. I shaved it on some. I had the um, cause I face beard was growing in and stuff like that. I was trying to little goatee stuff was going. So my mom had bought me the little razor. So you know I shaved with the electric razor, but then I had the actual, you know, shit shit too as well. So it's like I hit it with the double down. I hit it with the the electric joint, and then double back and hit it with the. The, the straight blade joint, bruh, mm-hmm. the worst decision. Oh, that shit had me hella itching, bruh. When it started growing back, I was in class, like, I wanted to fight my chest because I, I, I wasn't informed of all it. Nobody would tell me, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas wasn't shaving and stuff like that, so they ain't telling, bruh. When that stuff get the started news. growing back, yo. God. I was devastated. I was like, what is wrong? Did I shave off the top layer of skin? What's happening to me? I'm in class freaking out, bro. And this is from literally from my pelvic bone up to my freak. Like your boy said to my, my shoulder. Like, this is up to my daggone collarbone that's just yeah, itching damn. all at one time, bro. Horrified. Yeah. Bro. So, it was terrible. Okay, Let, so you remember your first night of basic, right? Are you they in there yelling at you all crazy, yeah, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they make you shave and all that shit? So yeah. I had never shaved with a like a razor blade, nigga. Like, so I went there, like, cause I I went there. My my recruiter told me, hey man, when you get there, get a shaving waiver, blah blah whatever. So I went mm-hmm. there with facial hair, nigga. I was just like, all right, well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just get my shit sorted out. And so I get there. And um, they yelling at us all crazy and shit. And I'm like, the fuck is going on, nigga? Like, so I'm like, all right. So I'm running around, take my shower, whatever. So I'm like shaving. Like, nigga, they're trying to dry shave. <laughs> Not like, like they had gave yeah. us like some, some whack ass cream or whatever. And I'm like, man, I don't know what the fuck to do with this shit. So I'm like shaving, right. my face all up, nigga. Like, when I say I woke up that next morning, nigga, my pillow looked like fucking a, like a, like a bit then got a period all over the pillow, nigga. Like I was Oh up. my god. And overnight. My my drill my drill sergeant come in and he come in waking everybody up. He yelling and shit. He get to my bed. He's like, he looked down at my pillow. He looked at me in the face. He's like, yo, go to the go to the hospital right now and get you a shave <laughs> Like, don't do nothing else. Don't eat no food. <laughs> 
He's like, no, don't eat no food. Don't stop nowhere. Yeah. Go straight to the hospital. <laughs> I like, what the fuck was going on, nigga? So even so, to this day, if you go back to my mom's house and you look at my military, like, you know, you take your, that picture, like, the fourth, fifth week. Yeah. And you're I got a full beard, nigga. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that nigga, I, that, I that I dude never that, let me, never let me shave. He never let me shave ever again. He was like, yo, don't ever. Like fucking take yeah, your yeah, ass off, bro. Yeah, oh, that was man. a horrible experience because I had never shaved with uh, like an actual straight razor. I had the straight razors, but I never used them joints except for the time when yeah, I, I can look at a like, straight razor and I start bumping up, nigga. That shit crazy. Yeah, so I, I did. Yeah. I definitely had that same experience with the the first time shaving because they were like, "Uh, take this single blade, uh, razor." And this powder shaving and fuck cream. your face up. Yeah, and just fuck and your face we want up. you to remove the first three layers of skin <laughs> from your entire face. Right. Thank I'm you. Like, oh shit! Yeah, but what's crazy about that first day or two, right? I went there with a baldy nigga. Like I, I, I don't know if you. You was at my going away party. Like, I had the lowest of low cuts. Like, cause I already knew that I was gonna. Have, you know what I mean? So yeah. I went there. That motherfucker still sat me in the chair and was like. Fucking grinding all over my fucking scalp, nigga. I was like, yo, like, it ain't nothing there, like, my bro, nigga. What are like, you shaving? Like, yeah. for real. This nigga was all going against the grain. Like, you, but I was yeah, like, bro. Yo, you oh, fucking my, my scalp up right now. I had it, I had a fresh, I had a fresh cut before I left. Yeah, they fucked And they just came through. Up. And they just came through, yeah. I even Honestly, tried to I... give them tips, like, hey, man, y'all, it, it was gonna mess up this way. <laughs> That against the grain bullshit like why do you have to cut against the grain of my hair like it's not necessary well like, i think what it is it. they don't want you to have that fucking you they don't want you to have your edge up you're not supposed to have any style any flavor hey. none hey, of that so shit. they come and fuck all your shit up but I'm like, my dad was a drill instructor, so I already knew. So I came with, like, nigga, when I say nigga, I had to do go on my shit with the half nigga. Like, I ain't have nothing on my head, nigga. It was rap. They still went on my this shit. Nigga still wild. tried to scalp you. Right. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you just like your job, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I had, like, the <laughs> mini fro when I went. I ain't even going to flex. Like, it was, yeah, it was hair up there. Like, I really wish... Like in all honesty, that they would just go ahead and shave niggas, because I mean, right? That makes so much sense. Like, like if it, y'all if y'all gonna do that, just go ahead and and the blade cross the face. Them with the, yeah. Right. You know. That sounds too put much the, like right. You know what I'm saying? That ain't gonna work. Yeah. Put, too much put the put the and put the warm towel on your face afterwards. Make make the whole experience. Nah, I didn't need all that though. Nigga, <laughs> nigga. Like so, basic training is so funny, nigga. Like, like no bullshit. Like I remember being I had a great on the bus. Time. I don't know. I remember the first night I'm on the bus, right? And niggas is scared, like, like legit scared. I never understood that shit. Like these niggas is yeah. on the bus crying. I'm like, yo, nigga, did like, you not know where you was going, man? Right. Like, did you, like, right. did you not sign up for this shit? So, so I'm standing there. Play Call of Duty, none at all. Huh? Oh. Not even a little bit. So I remember, um, <laughs> you know, I'm six five, right? Obviously, y'all know that. I'm standing in the line, right, and I'm holding my bag, 
like I had like my big bag that I bought. So my my MTI my, my my recruiter set me up for failure. By the way, he told me to bring all this extra shit I didn't fucking need. So I have this big heavy ass bag I'm holding, and so my arm get tired, nigga. So I switch it from my left arm to my right arm. Nigga, why that? My drill instructor saw that shit. Nigga, he was like, that motherfucker made a beeline, hit a hard cut, made a beeline straight for me. Who the fuck told you to move, big? You like they called me big one. Like, hey, oh, you're a big one. Hey, big one. You who fuck told you to move? This nigga's in my face. Like he like five seven. So I'm like looking down at him. He just got the fucking scissor hand up in my face, like spitting mm-hmm. all over my face. And I was just like, man, this is about to be some bullshit. Like basic training. Yeah, I ain't, so fun. I ain't catching none of them. I told you the, my my only story that I ever tell about basic training is the same one that John Coffee. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, well that was, that was that was two, the John Coffee joint, and then the last formation, uh, from PT the day of graduation or whatever. Um, that John Coffee shit was something different. I had a a, a drill sergeant. Now fuck with the drill sergeant. Drill sergeant Lacano, Javier Lacano. If you ever hear this or anybody know that name, he was cool people. He was. Dope ass basic training um drill sergeant. He's uh infantry drill sergeant. So I got a little bit of a bond with the name because he seen that I was on some high speed shit. I wanted to I wanted to be gung ho. So was cool with him. Motherfucker gave me a nickname that in my opinion, and I know it was a, it was from a place of well no, I don't. I really don't. He gave me a nickname and the nickname was John Coffee. Obviously, I'm six two, I was two hundred and sixty some odd pounds. I was like big. So, yeah, big black ass oh. nigga. So, you know, he called me John Coffee, but it never, it wasn't malicious. Like, it wasn't like he was on some other shit, but he, he was calling me John Coffee. And I never had an issue with it until the day we were in, um, we were at a, it was some type of meeting or something, and they had brought, like, a bunch of different um, platoons together from different batteries. And um, they had different things that people would do. If you had... Um, like DNC and stuff like that. If you had two people that was real sharp, they would have a drill sergeant go grab them muzz and they would hit like some turns and shit like that. About they do that shit and they'd be like, okay, that's the, them showing off. They flex. I got to the point where I would do eight count push-ups for fun because I got tired of them trying to smoke us doing them shits and being tired. So I started doing them shits in my free time and Javier. Drill Sergeant Lacano, he picked up on it. He seen that shit. So one day he tried to smoke me and make me quit, and I wouldn't quit. And that's when we got cool. That's when I got the, the, the little nickname or whatever. And anytime, you know what I'm saying, the drill sergeants would get together and they try to flex and pull out their, oh, this is who I'm training, he would go get me. He would be like, John Coffee, come in. Eight count push up, move. And I, I would start doing them shits. And just be busting. And he would start talking. And he carry on the conversation like, you know what I'm saying, nothing ain't happening. And I'm doing the eight-count push-up. Then after a minute go by, I'm still doing them shit. Two minutes go by, I'm still doing them shit. And all of a sudden, they start, niggas is looking like, bro, this nigga not going to stop? And that's how he would flex on me. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got him built like this over here. That's, that was his move. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and it was cool. I fucked with it. I liked it. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I bet. So that happened one day. And after a while, after he done, you know, put his flex on, 
and they looking like, oh shit, they what the fuck they got these mugs doing? They they wild over there. He was like, all right, John Coffee, you good? And I dipped out. I'm chilling, and some of the drill sergeants was black that was in there that seen him do uh, that was like he was talking to or whatever, and um. They was talking amongst themselves, and I was in earshot. You know, wasn't close enough where it was like they thought that I heard them. But maybe it was. Who knows? But they was like, you heard what the motherfucker called that nigga John Coffey? Like, what the fuck? Hey, that's some racist-ass shit. And up until that point, I never thought about it like that. Never considered it. Never felt like it was meant in any malicious way. But it, the seed was planted at that point. So later on... The mug was still calling me that, and it would just, it was slowly but surely agitate me, and it was getting worse and worse and worse. So, we were on, um, we were in the bay, and we were cleaning weapons. We were sitting down, we were just cleaning weapons, we were doing whatever, and he called me. He was like, John Coffey, come here. And I didn't know, I don't know what he was calling me for. I don't even really care. Didn't care at that point. And I walked up there, leaned over where it was only, you know, me and him within the ear range. Nobody else could hear what I said. I leaned over close to him. I said, Drill Sergeant, you call me John Coffee again. We're going to fight. And I walked off. <laughs> Bro, but he looked at, like, when I said it, he looked at me with this look like it was, it was shock and restraint all in one. Like, if you was anybody else, I'd be on your ass right now. You lucky you I wasn't was. your drill instructor. I'd have, I'd have looked you in your eye said, John Coffee. It's not right. a fucking <laughs> game. See, Fuck what you that's, heard. That's, it's what you hear. Listen. Listen. And, listen. And, look, and that's what, and that's the reason why me and him got in the fight the first time. Because he, and I know he means that shit from the <laughs> deepest, darkest realms of his soul. I know he means that because he's done this shit before. I done looked you like, right in your spirit. Like I done looked you in your, I done looked you in your eyes, nigga, and it been like. John Coffey. I know. Hard I know. as fuck. I know. <laughs> oh, man. I know for a fact. Oh, I, I do not doubt any of it. But yeah, from that point on, he did not rock with your boy. I'm talking about it was like he um, it went from I want to take this little dude under my wing to uh, like a seething hatred for me. <laughs> and he just didn't. And I, I ended up asking him one day like we was in the formation and he had hopped in the formation like was fucking around with people and stuff like that when we was going to child hall or whatever and standing there you know you're hitting a little shuffle with your tray and stuff like that I was like drill sergeant you don't fuck with me no more do you and i, I don't even know what he responded his response was just real like on some i don't even want to acknowledge the fact that i ever did type shit it was just like he erased Damn. you from his fucking memory banks, nigga. Right. He, it, it was like that. I was like, wow, okay. Deleted all y'all's messages, nigga. Like, right. all that it was, shit. It was on some shit like that. Like, I done deleted the text thread. You know what I'm saying? Deleted. So, <laughs> fast. Look, yeah. still got it. It's two stories, though. So, that, <laughs> that segued into the second portion of it where since he didn't rock with me, I'm like, I bet. You got it, bro. You drill sergeant. I can't fuck with you no way. We doing um, PT, last day, last formation, whatever. We do PT or whatever. We got road guards. So anybody who's never been in the military don't know what road guard is. There's two of them. There's one at the beginning of the formation when we're marching the line. There's one at the back of the uh, formation or the back of the line when we're marching. Uh, the one at the front, when we go to cross the street, he steps out of the formation, 
hops out there on some road guard shit, blocks the road. Once it's halfway through the line, other one takes off from the back of the line, relieves the one from the front, one from the front, runs back up to the front and gets back in place. The one from the back waits until his space comes back up in the line at the back, steps back in formation, and it repeats anytime we have to cross a road. That's how road guard works. I'm the rear road guard. We're marching, crossing the street. Front row guard stops. He's doing his thing. He's blocking the road. I'm off in La La Land. I don't know where I'm at. I'm just not paying attention. Mess around and I'm marching. And I look to my left and I see the front row guard all the way at the back of the line with me. I'm like, oh shit, I've been fucked up. So <laughs> immediately I look around to see if I'm seen. Because somebody's seen me. And that's what they do. They wait. They don't, what are you doing? when you have time to correct yourself, they wait until you're completely fucked to be like, hmm, the fuck were you doing? And um, yeah, that was, that was it. And it was Javier, of course. He was the one that was marching the line. He's out time. He's, uh, oh yeah, he's already standing and staring at me, like waiting for me to recognize that I fucked up. Bro, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you, what is it? Mm-hmm. Yes, drill sorry. You know you called you John Coffee. Yes, drill. Sir. No, he didn't call me John Coffee. No, it was Brown. No, John Coffee. It was Brown from then on. It was Brown from then on. Cause I'd have, yeah, he he wasn't. Not in that moment. Not with you know that, that shit. Control. You, you if, know that shit. If you could have heard man. how I said that shit, bro. <laughs> you, I, I promise you. Oh, I know I how you said you, bro. it, bro. I know you, <laughs> bro. Cause it was it was different. Cause it, it it got to me. Cause I let it sit for about a week, bro. Mm-hmm. And he is still calling me that shit. <laughs> So it that was nigga said, that, it was that vibe. And you know, and you know, them niggas was in the was in the line during lunch and stuff talking about, hey, uh, hey, and Goldie, uh, by the way, why, why do you, why is he, why is he, why do y'all call him Eskimo Joe? He said, man, you never know how these nigga nicknames get started. Maybe his, his name was Joe, and maybe one day he was cold. Who knows? <laughs> That's how they do in basic, man. <laughs> That's how they do in basic. Hey, but you know. That, you have the rest that, of the story, though. Look. Oh, there's more. So, okay. Oh, okay. yes. So, he, so he's blanking. He's spazzing out. And he's like, you know you fucked up all this extra shit? And I'm like, yes, Drill, sorry. So he, at this point, he was like, so shut the fuck up, Brown. Yes, Drill, Sergeant. Don't say another word, Brown. Yes, Drill, Sergeant. Don't say a goddamn word. Yes, Drill, sorry. Every time he said something, it was yes, Drill, sorry. That when I tell you by the time we got to where we were going, his whole head looked like it was about to burst in the flames and they had to restrain this man. Cause I was at this point I'm like, bro, I'm out of here. I already passed. And now PC y'all know how I be I be getting it into was, these arguments with Brown. Bro. Mm-hmm. That nigga stands like, ground. It's, it's simple. It's this simple. Nigga know how to push people's buttons on a whole nother level. I just be chilling though. <laughs> you a fucking professional butt basher, nigga. Like, yo, I was like, this here. I love you to death. Yeah, yeah. I love you like my blood. Like, and I'd be ready Mutual. to punch your ass. I'm like, yo, this nigga. And then what's fucked up about Crown, you you get into an argument with Crown, y'all hang up the phone, then this nigga sends you some stupid ass text message talking about. <laughs> so you good? Uh, or <laughs> you was mad as hell, <laughs> wasn't you? <laughs> Like, dude, get off my motherfucking phone, man. Like, you better go, you better go eat some ice and cool down, nigga. 
last time this nigga made a status talk about, hey man, this nigga, this nigga B got so mad he hung up the phone. Like, I'm like, you nigga, why you gonna tag me in this shit? Oh man. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, oh man, this nigga, man. He an asshole. Like, this is why we got into the fight. It wasn't because of me. It was because of this no. nigga. This nigga's an old was, asshole. No, it was you. It was you that day, bro. Any oh, other day, I'll, I'll take the responsibility. It was you, bro. I told you, man. I was just, I was in my zone. I was zooted. Done burnt my little L. I wasn't expecting to just expecting to talk to nobody. I didn't want no smoke with nobody. No smoke in the it. podcast, then. And you brought and you brought all the smoke. You I brought was all like, that Chill out. Free smoke, free smoke. Hey. My brain was like, had, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. I don't want to have no I conversations. Had the class. Free smoke for whoever wants it. Bro. That's it. Bro, that shit crazy. Yep. Oh my god, man! Fuck, hey man, that's a great way to end the podcast, nigga. So, all right, niggas, we ain't did it in a few weeks. I'm up on them hills, nigga. What you got for me today, Will? Uh, so unpopular opinion: Chick Fil A is not like that. You mean it's not like it's not like that. It's not like that. Like we don't even have to compare it to anything. The, okay, if you the could the thing that goes on delicious. when it comes to what you saying? Oh, like oh. you saying it's not delicious. I'm saying that the amount of recon, recognition that Chick-fil-A gets for what they say is deliciousness is not it's not that. No. It's overrated. You gonna get on that hell by yourself? So, 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 hey, I'm up here. What you saying? What you saying? You saying top five? You saying top ten? You saying nigga, what you mean five, top five? Yeah, it's what, the what, one. Nigga, what other chicken no, restaurants see, that's, are? That's the yeah. shit I'm talking about. That's I the shit I'm talking about. Like it's let, not man. like that. Like Zaxby's is five. Zaxby's is not better than my chicken Chick Fil A, my nigga. Like. Now there are some. Mm-hmm. The thing about Zaxby's though is that they inconsistent. You go to one wow. Zaxby's, you go to. I'm about to explain it right now. You go okay. to one exact. You go to one Zaxby's and be fire as fuck. You go to another Zaxby's and be trash. I, I ain't never I've been never to a had trash that chick experience. Chick-fil-A. I mean, you know, I've never I had that experience. You ain't accustomed to going through customs. You ain't even know where I'm. So, nigga, you, if you're going across the world eating at Zaxby's, nigga, you're not accustomed to going nowhere either. You might want to open your goddamn horizons, nigga. And if you go in them places and you eating Zaxby's, that just proves my point. Why your ass ain't at Chick-fil-A? Goddamn it. Chicken fingers in every country, nigga. What you talking about? <laughs> but nah, they're like, to, to, like, real serious, like, that Chick-fil-A is not really like that. People just be they be dick riding that shit. I feel like that's a wave that people have hopped on and because it became like a, a meme or something like that, it's like it's just all of a sudden the thing to do to just hop on and tell your amazing customer service story or how good the chicken sandwich was. But hey, I remember back when AOL came on CDs, y'all niggas wasn't dick riding Chick-fil-A. Hey, nigga. When Chick-fil-A was in the mall, y'all didn't want to stop and eat your shit off, crown. I remember that. And I we remember, remember when, when, remember when Wendy's had 
the yellow containers mm. for the fries and the cups. <laughs> y'all yellow niggas wasn't, y'all wasn't on Chick-fil-A. Uh, so, so Bro, exactly. Because niggas was hey. n- that number six. I ain't forgot what six. number. That spicy chicken sandwich when it first hit. Nobody couldn't tell me yeah, that, that they didn't have a nice uh, best uh, chicken sandwich. Still Come on, on now. You're still on that hill by yourself, nigga. I hey, I'll be on the hill by myself, but it's. Look, it's I remember the first time I. You know how good Chick fil A is? I remember the first time I had Chick fil A, nigga. That's how good that shit was. Oh, yeah. So, so give me. Give me two chicken spots that are better than Chick Fil A. Two chicken spots that are. No, 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 no. Wendy's had a better chicken sandwich than a lot of niggas for a long time. That number six, that crispy chick, the spicy chicken sandwich, that was shutting the chicken sandwich game down for a minute. Uh, The reason, and then if you look at it, that bullshit that uh, your boys be doing at Chick Fil A with that pickle on the the sandwich. The fuck is that? What is that? Deliciousness. Nigga, okay, you got it. Your taste buds <laughs> are, are really very strange. Very you, got strange. you got cheap, got cheap taste buds, my nigga. You better go get this cheap upgraded taste. pickle situation. Di- nah, nah, I'm good on that. You can have all that dillery right there on your nigga, chicken sandwich. You don't want to smell olive in your fucking sandwich, nigga? Nah, I'm good. I'm good on all of that. Exactly. Ain't real North Carolina. But uh, two, two, two. Now uh, I will say this. I'll say this. I think the Chick Fil A sauce is overrated. They got it's basically, basically honey mustard and some. Honey yeah, mustard. Nigga. They got sauce. They got sauce. Me person, I'm, sauce. I'm, I'm a real sauce. North Carolinian. Since you wanted to come in my North Carolinian, uh, come on, son. Bohangales. 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 Give me that, that bowberry situation. That bow. Hey. Yeah. If hey, to anybody that's never that hasn't experienced bojangles. Go to Bojangles. That's all I'm saying. If you if Straight you up. come from out of state and you end up in North Carolina, go to Bojangles. So Eric to get go a bowberry biscuit. Matter of fact, Eric just went to North Carolina. Did you get a bowberry biscuit, my nigga? You know he didn't, because if he had, he would have told you about he it. Spoke up about it, nigga. Yeah. You whack. No, you I ain't didn't. get you a bowberry. Yeah, get a bowberry. Don't go to North Carolina and don't get a bowberry biscuit, bro. I don't know who you told you to get do something. That. You gotta. Go yeah, we never at least one. We, we never went to Bojangles. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'm not fuck out of here. They, they fell you off with the hey, look, look, Eric is canceled, nigga. He canceled out here, nigga. He, here, nigga. he went to North Carolina, didn't eat a bowberry biscuit, and he didn't get no sweet tea. He canceled. Heard yeah, it here you, first. You, you didn't canceled. even experience North Carolina. No, but I went there for a quick wedding. That was it. Good. They got fast food. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even, it I wasn't even with Bojangles a. at the wedding. But in my defense, in my defense, though, I didn't go. Hold up, though. In my defense, I didn't go. I didn't go there with it to see a North Carolina native. Like if I would have went with to see either one of y'all, it'd have been a whole different story. You would have put a nigga on. So the 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 person who I went to see just lives there. He don't. That was your first mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know. So two, you asked the question of two. Bojangles and it was fucked up that like you got a name Bojangles. I can't I can't argue with Bojangles. It's please, delicious. Please. I wanna they yeah, don't make I better to argue with Bojangles. They don't make better chicken sandwiches in Chick-fil-A. So I I mean I that's my no, but I mean 
They yeah. really don't. As a whole restaurant, as a whole restaurant, I prefer Bohemian Lace. I'm just, yeah, I get it. I feel you. Yeah. All right, they, man. They, all right, yeah. They, I, I come off. I ain't coming off the hill. I'm still up there because y'all ain't getting me up off that mine. But I'm I, not I'm getting saying, up. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna get off I'm not getting up there with you, but I feel you. Your money, man. What you got for me? I don't know, man. You ain't got no heel? You got no heel this week? You want some, I can go. I can go. Go, go ahead, man. Because I got so one t- kind of silly, though. It's not a heel. I got to think of a bit. I touched on this a little bit, I think, earlier in our conversation. But <clears throat> I feel like, in popular opinion, in a rap battle, a back-and-forth exchange of songs, push your teeth, out raps Little Wayne, period. Not, it is not, and 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 I don't think it will be close. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? You, if like, they play, delve into this. this no, is, no, we'll talk is, about. No, let's talk about. Let's me a troll. I'm not a troll. Like, first of all, like, Pusha T is. When it comes to putting words together with metaphors and similes and all that shit, he's one of the top two niggas to do that. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't. But Still close. You don't. Um, so, so it, but then you take how cerebral this nigga is. In a, so I, and again, this is a, if these niggas actually stop with all the subliminal disses and they make real diss records back and forth, Pusha T is the victor, and it's not close. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, I give you that on this record because Lil Wayne is not a, a fucking disser, and I, and I and I have to say it like that. I said that properly, disser, because that's that's the level you of Pusha T catalog. You can't compare Pusha T's catalog to Lil Wayne's mountain of music. You know what I'm saying? But uh, and I do think. Like lyrically, Pusha T is right there with Wayne. I think people really sleep mm. on Pusha T, but that's mm. not what he, that's not the hill I'm gonna die on. The the hill I'm gonna die on is if these niggas, <laughs> but if these niggas was to battle, like, cause they've been the thing is they've been exchanging bars since fucking what happened to that boy. You know what I'm saying? And they stopped the subliminal shit, cause that's why that's even why Pusha T is even beefing with Drake. Like it comes from his beef with Little Wayne baby in them. So if Mr. Me Too is a whole diss to Lil Wayne, like people really forget that. So if these niggas decide to just do, they go, let's say they go three rounds, tracks, back and forth, bow, 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 bow. Pusha T wins. And it's not, it's not, it's not close. He might sweep. That's the hill. I give it two to one. Think Wayne to get one? I think Wayne will get one. Cause he gonna do some. He go. He got some shit, bro. But like, for diss track? He, Cause I know he's not. With a diss track, I feel like okay. he might get one. He cause it's Wayne, bro. He, he gonna say something. He gonna have some song. The beat gonna be fire or something. Like, it's gonna be something that's just gonna be like, alright, bro. He he got that one. Cause he's, I just gotta give Wayne that credit. I don't feel like he's gonna get swept in any. Rap instant. I can get, I can admit that he may lose, especially when it comes to battle shit. Because I've heard him spit 
what should be harder bars in a battle scenario. Because he always comes with some half-ass shit. Like, it's just like, it's almost like, what, bro, what are you doing? Like, that, his ability to be scattered and all across the place and tie it together because it's just it's sonically pleasing and that shit is just lyrical as hell does not tie into battle rap. You have to be focused with that shit. And sometimes the stuff that he be saying, the, the punchlines he decides to use, it's not for battle. There's certain shit you just be like, bro, that's corny as fuck right now. You could have you came. Like, I've never heard a, a Wayne track that's supposed to be a diss track and been like, yo, this nigga flame that. No. No. But I refuse to believe that he would take a, a, a swept L. No. He getting swept out of here, nigga. Oh, my God. Just like the Bucks about to get swept out of here by the heat. But that's a whole nother conversation. Is that literally really taking place for? Because I'm not well, watching, so I don't. Well, know. They up one zero. The the Heat just won one zero. Um, Jimmy Butler went off, went forty points in game one. Um, Jim, Jim. I just don't think the Bucks are built to beat Miami though. Like the way they, because Giannis, uh, Giannis, whatever however you say his name, Giannis, he ain't got no, he ain't got no jump shot. And the way the Heat play defense. Gonna make this nigga find it if he can't beat them by hitting some jump shots. I just don't see them losing the series. They might not sweep though. I ain't gonna flip. They might not sweep, but I don't think I don't think that the Bucks beat the Heat. All right, but you think Lil Wayne gets a, a L? From- yes, Lil Wayne gets a big ass L that should have been got already. Like to be honest, if Wayne would have just dissed this nigga straight up years ago. He probably would have never got story of Adidon because they would have had the beef already and it'd have been over. Then again, though, no. Pusha T don't seem like the type of nigga to let a beef go. He'll no. cook that nigga every chance he get. But we probably yeah. still would have got story of Adidon, which was scathing, by the way. That might have been the most scathing disc we heard since Ether. I would say I really since back-to-back. Was just that I would say since Back to back wasn't really a diss record. Like to me, back to back was just catchy. Like it wasn't a great diss record. It was a, a great. It, the reason it caught on is because it was a bouncy club song, and but it was also fucking, a Meek Mill put out. But Meek but Meek Mill put out charged up, and that shit was whack. Yeah. But back this to nigga back, Drake, if this, you, but look, like back to back, I ain't even a big Drake fan, bro. But this nigga back made to back a is not top diss track. It's not top five diss tracks though. I'm not. I'm not giving it that status. Hell no. I don't think I, I wouldn't do that either. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do yeah, that. No, either. okay, okay, my bad. I misunderstood you. I thought you were saying that back to back was better than Story of Adana. No, you were saying it was the most. You were saying it was the most scathing diss track since since Ether. And then I said I would say since back to back. But back to back wasn't scathing though. It was just. Catchy diss record, like you know what I'm saying. It I wasn't mean, scathing. That was, that was the yeah. diss record that kind of shut shit down for for a second. Yeah. I guess what is your definition of scathing? Because I feel like scathing. I mean, your ass got took to the barn, and like lyrically, like you know what I mean, or like whatever in whatever manner. Like the hardest line even, in that even, whole song is Twitter fingers turn, trigger fingers turn Twitter fingers. Like 
Shout out to my boss, bitches, wife, and niggas. And then yeah. you get embodied by a saint. Like, just the way he did that whole song is just... But again, me- they're not Like, hard, we didn't, we hard didn't hard hear from me. It was still scathing. It was me- rooted in so much truth. Like, it, yeah, it, me- it, it, was, it was scathing to him. I guarantee you, if he was sitting somewhere listening to that shit, when he heard it, that nigga was pressed. I don't know. Could you imagine? Me- I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't... I, 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 I mean, I can see what I can see what y'all are saying, but I I just don't. To me, back to back, just it just didn't hit like that. It, cl- it was the best of that round of you know, disc records. It was clearly the better disc record of their series, yeah. but their whole series of disc records was weak as fuck. Didn't Meek like Mill disappear? At, didn't Meek Mill disappear after that shit? He did for a little bit. Not and popped back for up. a little bit. Had to yeah. get, he had so, to regroup. Yeah, but yeah. the next one, was, but the next one he came back out with was better than back to back. It just it was too late. So all right, so out there because everybody talked about ether. I, again, we you know, since we on the diss track, motherfucking people talking was it was a killer track and it was a response to ether. Yeah. Tell me about that joint. Yeah, go listen to that ether? joint and uh, yeah. He roasted that nigga on that drink. It was a, it was a full on. I'm talking directly to you. Everybody know who I'm talking to. If you don't know who I'm talking to, ask your man's. He knows. And he went on Nas' head for the entire track. A lot of people don't even know that that's a diss track. A lot of people don't even know about that song because it's a, it's a buried B side track. But that is my hands down favorite Jay Z song. And it's really it was all, in and out. Huh. Yeah, but it was also too late. Too. That's why he still lost. Oh, speaking of which, Jay Z, right? Let's Jay-Z. talk about how petty Jay Z is. That's how you know Jay Z lost the battle because he's still trying to do little petty shit every time Nas drop, he drops something. Like, That's just good. accept that you lost, my nigga. Like, and, and, and move on. He did. he did lose. Everybody knows he lost, bro. He lost. Nah, everybody. Battle. Nas, you because, really think uh, that Jay Z battle for real? If we put song for song what the niggas did for the battle, then yes. Oh, because no, if you go to the God. if you go to the second if you go to the second CD of Blueprint Two, and you pull the track where he went on that nigga's neck. I'm gonna take over. Like, with takeover and not, shit. No, not takeover. No, no, not. That's takeover. the album with takeover though, isn't it? Yeah, I one second. I gotta, I gotta pull up the track listing. It's from the second, um, the second drink. Um, pretty pretty sure you think about Takeover, OG. It's not Takeover. I know the song Takeover, bro. This is not Takeover. I don't remember a second this record being on that album. Exactly. That's how I know you can't be telling me about who. I was just listening to the album the other day. Talking about Gift and the Curse, right? Yes, sir. And to be clear, though, there was a lot of disc records in that. There was a lot of disc tracks in their exchange, even tracks that weren't on albums was included in this back and forth between Jay-Z and Nas. Like, mm-hmm. he was responding to the Myth Bleak shit. Like, there was a lot that was in that beef. That was going on. Yeah, there's a lot. I just don't Them think. There. I, just, 
I just, I, I, Jay, see, this is where I think his bias come in a little bit because Jay didn't win that battle. Man. And I, I think, but that's the, the reason I say you know that Jay believes he lost is because he still be taking jabs at Nas. Like every time Nas drops something, he drops an album or drops a song or does something literally every day that Nas drops something for since then. And it's like, that lets me know that you believe you lost. And if he believes he lost, does it matter what we really believe? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> we're the motherfucking spectators of the shit. Yeah. Look, if Jordan I, came I, out... I, I... Never mind, that's not a good example of what I was about to say. No, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But it's don't like... I feel what it's you're like, saying, though. I feel I feel the point that you're making. I feel I feel the point, and, and you did the and you did the little pause after the question to make it seem real, real impactful. But no, nah, we ain't letting you do that. We ain't letting you do that. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck <laughs> 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 that dramatic pause, nigga. Do we really think that he's gonna do it? Like, no, he's not. He's not gonna do it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, do you get on your heel while while crowd is looking up this track? Um, they ain't got a heel. Um, they got a heel. I got a second mini. Here. I don't know. I always thought Jay Z was one. overrated. I I always thought he was overrated. Um, I agree with that statement. From like, I don't think that he's. I think he's the best businessman in hip hop. But that's pretty much it. That's pretty much where it ends. I don't think he's the best rapper. I don't even think he's the best uh, music. I, I definitely can't get on the hill with you. I, I think at this you know, point, Jay, I don't think Jay has a claim to the title of best rapper of all time. I mean, you can't deny it. Like, his I'm not. Den- I'm not denying it. I but I but I don't argue it if somebody say it. I just right. don't like when you put it all together. I agree. As a whole package, I have Jay-Z at one. When we start breaking shit down, like best song, best song maker, or best rapper, best actual rapper, like, I don't, I just don't think that he, I think he falls in a lot of those categories. Uh, And he's like, he's like a, he's like a, yeah. And really kind of come up with some parameters to decide what Right, right, right. I'm not saying that there's a definitive. He's like uh, he's like Drake, like where Drake is just good at a bunch of different things. He's not the best at anything, but when you put it all together, you get a complete, you get a complete artist. That yeah, you I don't put him number one, number two. Drake. I don't understand why. I mean, um, I think Drake is a is I think Drake is a byproduct of the industry machine far as his ridiculous amount of like popularity because some like he some of his shit ain't that great and but 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 i ain't gonna hide lie and say he he don't he does got some joints like even now that are you know that still be catchy like but some of the shit he come out with it just don't be hitting like that and people be hyping that shit up like it's the greatest okay shit i found it the the name of the song i apologize for taking so long uh so it's two tracks for one uh the track that i was talking about is actually called Blueprint 2. But there's a second one. So they're back-to-back tracks, 17 and 18, 
on uh, nigga. Please. I say seventeen to eighteen. No, nigga, please was nineteen. That's like the second from last track, right before oh, too many holes. I think. And then blueprint two. Some people hate, and then blueprint two. Blueprint two. He went at your boy, and it was yeah. very, very, very obvious. The nigga. Said, oh yeah, yeah. My man. That was the joint. Yeah, I'm takeover was on uh, blueprint one, wasn't it? I was blue, I, so I know I know exactly what you're talking about because I was listening to it the other day and I was like, damn, this shit go hard. He went um, on that nigga and that verse on that joint is probably the hands down the longest. The nigga said, can't y'all see that he's fake? The rap version of TD Jakes, Jakes prophesizing on the CD and tapes. tapes. Won't yeah, yeah, now that was hard. Crump Won't the break little crump a little bit. Is it Uchi Is it one mic? Is it Black Girl Ice? Now that one was hard. That was hard. That was, um, that's why I'm like, he, was, he went at that, that man too, too late. That one was too late. How when the grass is cut and the snakes will show, I got to thank he, the little homie Nas for that. Over. At on. that point, it was basically it's never over. over. We know that. It's never over. No, no, no. Never I'm not over. saying it's never over, but in the, in the, the when they had did, they exchanged, sledgehammer. they exchanged the dish records, that one came too late, is what I'm saying. As far as when the when the judgment for the battle was happening, like, oh yeah, yeah, but it's it, okay. the the internal thing is never done. Like Gucci yeah, to this day, Gucci Gucci man to this day still talks shit about Young Jeezy, and Young Jeezy yeah. and Ti on their podcast have actually talked about, hey man, maybe we should put this behind us. And Gucci still over there, like man, fuck what y'all niggas talking about, man. You right. know, you sent a nigga go dig your partner up, nigga. <laughs> sent a nigga to rob me like strapped up you don't know what that man had on his mind he could have killed me and i had to kill him fuck you nigga like yeah i'm with Gucci on that now let but, me i do gotta ask y'all i gotta ask y'all this what started that what that's what i was gonna from? ask that's the spawn real from it spawned from some line that me that memphis bleak had on some random ass song um, right around the time where is that your chick when that shit came out I want to say it was a track from right around that same time because Nas responded to that with a line about with the line fire taking shots is, is that your chick song and I don't remember the name of the song right now but it started from some Memphis Bleak shit and rolled into some Nas dissing all of Rockefeller shit and then Jay finally jumped in it and then obviously they had they back and forth. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's where it started from though. Yo, a lot of niggas have just nods, man. That shit's funny as hell. Just thinking about the amount of niggas that have just Nas and survived J and Pop. Blueprint too. Mm-hmm. People talk, I remember Jim man, Jones did some too in a song. Jim Jones is wild. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. Hey, hey, Will. Yeah. You remember when I used to rap like Jim Jones, though? Not really. You don't remember those first fucking songs I did at Marvels? Uh, like, was it the was it the like this joint? Nah, the big boy things joint. Lamborghini those with the Lamborghini those with the fold of lack, some shit like that. But yeah, I had a whole song where I was rapping like Jim Jones. Oh, and that shit sounded terrible. Remember that shit because it was like big boy things. We do big boy things. Big boy thing. big... I remember the hook. Yeah, the, the, the hook, hook was fire. I could. The hook was fire. The the track was. T- 
terrible. For the, for the time frame, yeah. Hook was fire. Yeah. <laughs> he was fire. I mean, yeah. That was one of the first times I had a hook that was like hooked into the beat. You know, I thought we was doing some yeah, fresh new Nas shit. Has had, this, this nigga Nas has had nine beats in his career. I didn't even know that. He won all of them. What? Apparently and he had beef. beef with outside of um, Pac and... Um, he didn't even go at Pac, so you can't even say he, he didn't I don't count that. Pac. Yeah, yeah. I don't count you, that you, beef. He just I got mean, slapped and you know, walked the fuck off. Yeah. If you really know the history of that shit, Nas let Pac off. Like, Pac, Nas could have ended Pac. Like, yeah. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. I know that story, too. You talking about the shit in the park? They was at a party or some shit like that, and Pop was talking, nah, talking man nah. fly. This was the like, one at the in the park when they were in the park, and they said that that nigga pocket ran down on him, and he was out there, and I forgot who was with him, cause it was with somebody else that was like, uh, I don't want to say a mutual acquaintance, but was there. That nigga Nas, Nas had a whole room said, full of niggas stood up and was about to get on Pop. And yeah. like, like basically he kind of shoot him off like nah chill out and let him let For him real. yeah I, I, so, I know that. so Nas Nas has beef with Pac Biggie um Jay Z Cameron yeah cause kicking the door was for Nas yeah Cameron uh 50 that was brief the 50 uh, one I remember that Jeezy I didn't know about uh, that. Yeah, it was just some comments. Yeah. That beef for uh, Soldier Boy. I remember that shit. <laughs> here, here, and and these, aren't, these aren't artists, but they are kind of funny to name. Uh, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Who ain't beef with you him? You have a beef with Wendy Williams? That's it. That's it. He beef with Jesse, rapper, Jack- uh, he beef with Jesse, Jesse Jackson. Jackson? Yep. Oh, yeah. Wendy I can what? see that. Jesse Jackson's old coon ass nigga. I can see that. <laughs> Heard it here. And then first. I don't know who this last person's name is. It's Billy Eichner. Eichner some shit. He's like a record exec. Yeah, some like a record exec. I, I don't know. He, uh, yeah. Nah, he's the host of a quiz show that was called Billy on the Street. Oh shit! And he, asked, the and he asked him some. Yeah, he asked him some crazy shit. Kind of. Escalated, but yeah, I've got beef, man. I've got beef. Yeah, nah, I remember um, the beef with um, beef with uh, Soldier Boy <laughs> when Nas did Hip Hop is Dead, which was an underrated yeah. album, by the way. Um, it was good. Mm-hmm. I just hold the diary is underrated because of how great Illmatic was. I think who was I talking to? Was I talking to you about that the other day, Crown? What? I was talking about how Nas's discography gets like overshadowed by Illmatic. Was that you also? Yeah, that was me. We were talking about that because you were talking about shit. Yeah, excuse me. Hey, I'm gonna I'm put it out. That you go back to or albums I, that you go back to. I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna end it on this. Nas's decline was because Nas picked shitty fucking beats and he rapped for mm-hmm. He went through a part, he went through a period where he, he didn't his have beat a decline, selection. 
that's what I'm saying. Like, he never really had a decline, in my opinion. Whether you like the beats or not, his albums were still good. Mm, okay. So I mean, we're looking at, that, I'm just looking at his, right? We let, if no, we no, get no, into that, I, that's a whole hour worth of conversation. Let's, let's go ahead and put you, you know. Yeah, let's, let's end that. We're going to pick that one up on the next I know that Nas Hill. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you will. Whack ass yeah. fucking beat. That nigga right. picks a terrible ass beat. So. Who the fuck? Who is your favorite rapper, uh, Eric? Um, see, for and here's respect for the longest time it was uh, Nigga, who is yeah, your favorite the, rapper? That, nigga? Don't, don't dodge the question. Uh, now, period. I really don't. Oh, period. I don't have one. Moment. Yeah, get out. You, uh, you disqualified. I don't have this conversation. Yeah, I don't have one. Who it used to be. Uh, it used to be Nas. Nigga, you was all, it was never Nas. I never heard your ass say Nas, my favorite nah, rapper. But- I've heard you stand for fucking Eminem, though. Okay. Chell's in the podcast. It's time to, uh, it's time to go now. <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. All right. Smoke, smoke. They better pull up with a honey. Yeah, we want all the smoke.